You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Visit bpn.fm to discover more. This episode is brought to you by FX's The Veil, starring Elizabeth Moss. FX's The Veil is an international spy thriller that follows two women as they play a deadly game of truth and lies on the road from Istanbul to Paris and London. One woman has a secret and the other has a mission to reveal it before thousands of lives are lost. FX's The Veil, now streaming only on Hulu. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to episode two. Who is reality? I'm Dori Berenstein. And I'm Sally Horchow. And we are the producers of Is This a Room on Broadway? On June 3rd, 2017, 11 FBI agents appeared at the home of Reality Lee Winner, a 25-year-old Air Force linguist, to interrogate her about leaking a classified document proving Russian interference in the 2016 election. Is This a Room? The critically acclaimed Broadway play reenacts the verbatim transcript of that interrogation. When we started the journey of bringing Is This a Room to Broadway, we knew there was so much the public didn't know about reality's story. So we created the podcast, This is Reality, to provide a deeper look inside the very important and very timely story of Reality Winner. Welcome to Episode 2 of This is Reality. Last week's episode set the scene, establishing how a 25-year-old Air Force linguist was arrested and prosecuted for leaking classified documents about Russian interference in the 2016 election. Today, we'll get to know Reality Lee Winner and learn how her personality traits and her sense of humor were twisted and used against her by the prosecution during her trial. Now, Reality Winner, her real name, was best known as a fitness enthusiast who posted videos online of her exploits. Yes! But now the 25-year-old gym rat faces prosecution under the espionage law for sending top-secret documents to an Internet website called The Intercept. Who is Reality Winner? Today we'll hear from the two people who know her best, her mother, Billy Winner Davis, and her best friend and older sister, Brittany Winner. But first, the question everyone asks, how did Reality get her name? Reality's mom, Billy Winner Davis, explains. I always like to blame her dad because he was the one that named her. When I became pregnant with Reality, her dad, of course, said, you named the first child, I get to name the second child. And I said, yes, it's a deal. As the pregnancy went on and we found out that she was a girl, he said that he was going to name her Reality and because he wanted a real winner. So we chose the name Reality Lee Winner. It fits her. Reality's sister, Brittany, weighs in. I'm Reality's older sister. My name's Brittany. A lot of people point out the fact that my name is so normal. How do you get Brittany and then Reality? So that's always been kind of a running joke in our family. And now the world gets to kind of be in on that joke a little bit now that they know about Reality. 
Having the name Reality Winner has proven to be challenging along the way, particularly during Reality's six years in the Air Force. She would tell me stories about when she was in the service, about how difficult it was to have the name Reality Winner, and how in some of the systems, it wouldn't even take her name. Reality even had to create an alias to have food delivered because restaurants would think she was a prankster if she used her real name. She also had trouble setting up social media accounts. Facebook would not allow her to have her name be reality because it said that wasn't a real name. She actually had to send in a photo of her driver's license to have them, you know, approve of her using her real name on Facebook. I know that throughout her life that she's had some challenges because of her name. And then, of course, when the national media picked up on her story, unfortunately, some of the stories just became about her name. 25-year-old Reality Lee Winner. Reality Winner, was I thought that was her screen name. That's her real name. It's been a little bit difficult, and it actually prevented us from, you know, getting the attention that we wanted, that we needed, because there were people out there that said they didn't believe the story because they didn't believe that that was a real person. But Reality is real and very aptly named. Billy shares more about Reality's childhood in Alice, Texas. So Brittany and Reality are, are very close in age. They're about 15 months apart. So it was like having twins. Reality, I mean, she just had the ability to figure things out. And she just excelled at everything. She was a, an extremely happy child, extremely happy baby. But of course, when she hit her terrible twos, she developed a t her temper and that has stayed with her for her entire life. She's always been extremely passionate and curious. She was one that would read constantly. She was always exploring things and artistic and always trying new things. I've always been so very, very proud of her. In high school, she was top 10. She was always athletic. She played tennis. She was on the varsity soccer team. She just, she excelled at everything that she did. Brittany tells us more about what it was like growing up with reality. We grew up playing together out in the country. So we live way out there in Southeast Texas and there's not a whole lot to do. We went out in the back pasture and we would just kind of play, climb up on the well, climb up on the roof, you know, normal, normal kid stuff. One of our favorite shows that we would watch as, as a kid, as kids um, was SpongeBob SquarePants. And it was kind of like around the time that it came out that we were just like obsessed with it. I mean, it's, it's so dumb, but um, we still quote it to each other daily. Since they were so close in age, there was also a bit of sibling rivalry. There was a lot of competition. The teachers had me first. So they had these expectations of reality and reality doesn't like being put into a box. That's another important thing to know about her is that if you, if you think she's one way and if you kind of announce your expectations to her, the first thing that she wants to do is defy them. She always tended to go the opposite direction that her sister took. So like her sister was the academic, she had to be the athlete, even though she was academic as well. But she, she always chose a different path than her sister to really be herself, to shine on her own instead of being in her sister's shadow. 
Reality's family believes that her need to be different from her sister drove a lot of her decisions. I actually thought that she decided to join the Air Force and not go to college because I had gone to college. She can't follow in my footsteps again. She can't just walk the same beaten path that everybody else does. And I think that I've always kind of appreciated that about her is that she does the unexpected thing. She doesn't always do the easiest thing or the thing that most people would predict that she's going to do. She wanted to to do something that mattered. And, you know, that's who reality has always been. She also has a stepbrother, my husband's oldest son, who joined the Air Force. And she saw him having a career as a linguist. He's a Russian linguist. And she started teaching herself Arabic while she was in high school. The climate that we were living in after 9-11 also kind of shaped her ideas as far as what she wanted to do with her life. She wanted to make a difference and help and do something that would help protect us and would also help in the bigger picture. Unfortunately, reality's quest for knowledge and desire to learn Arabic would later be used against her during the trial. Evidence presented by the prosecution that reality winner has a fascination with the Middle East and Islamic terrorism. And the judge said that in part was one reason he did not want to grant her bail or even give her the chance to put up money. But in fact, reality was a dedicated Air Force veteran who loved her time in the Air Force. Calling from jail in 2018, she spoke to CBS about what her time in the Air Force meant to her. My service to the Air Force was everything I've ever wanted, and it was amazing. It was the best six years of my life. I, I do. I love my country. I'm a patriot. I care about this country, and I want to make In it. 2016, Reality decided to discharge from the Air Force as her dream of being deployed to Afghanistan for humanitarian aid work was remote at that time. So she decided to take a job with the NSA as a private contractor. I think that she saw the job there with that private agency there at the NSA as kind of a stepping stone to get a position where she could actually go to Afghanistan to be deployed and to help over there. She talked a lot about the damage that had been done in this war, both to our country and the veterans like herself who served, and then also the damage that was done over in Afghanistan to the people there. But the time leading up to starting her new job was also marked by some difficult moments in her personal life. Billy explains. So then she came home for Christmas, December 2016, and unfortunately her dad passed away just before Christmas that year. That was something that she also had to deal with, you know, getting out of the military, moving, having the loss of her father, who she loved very, very much, and then having to start a, a brand new job and a brand new life outside of the military. It was during this challenging time in her life that reality started to work at the NSA. Six months later, she would be arrested for leaking classified documents to The Intercept, proving Russian interference in the 2016 election. Her goal? To help our country. Instead, she was labeled a traitor with a hidden agenda. They say reality winner has two faces, one an Air Force veteran, a loving daughter and a yoga instructor, the other a person who had taken a keen interest in the Middle East with suspicious motives. It is Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? 
a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. The media used Reality's Twitter account to build the case of public opinion against her. Quote, the most dangerous entry to this country was the orange fascist we led into the White House. She later tweeted that Kanye West, quote, you should make a shirt that says being white is terrorism. She retreated Kurt Eichenwald, remember him? His tweet demanding a redo of the election and suggesting that Trump had KKK sympathies, quote, why burn a flag Donald Trump thinks crosses burn much better? Now, this is obviously an intemperate political activist. How did she get a security clearance? We could ask the same question. The government also used phone conversations and text messages between Britney and reality to paint reality as a terrorist. In another phone conversation, they say she told her sister that she would cry in court and play the pretty white cute card. But as Britney explains, the Winter family has always used humor to persevere during difficult times. Our sense of humor was very heavily scrutinized later, but we said some things in that call, even though we, we knew that it was recorded, we just, we wanted to have a heart to heart conversation. Reality needed her big sister and I needed to know that she was going to be okay. So we talked and she probably revealed a little bit more than she meant to, or that she should have. And those were the kind of things that were thrown back in our faces when, when reality was up for bail or when the prosecution was making a case against her. Reality hasn't lost her sense of humor, even after being incarcerated for so long. Brittany told the Dworkin podcast how the sisters have been able to find laughter during this challenging time. The one thing that gave me the most hope was realizing that reality is still the same person that she was. I mean, there are a lot of things about her that have changed. Obviously, anybody who has spent four years incarcerated or in federal prison for any amount of time is going to change. But underneath it all, underneath all the protective layers that she had to build up, She's still my baby sister, and we still talk about stupid things, and we still make stupid jokes, but we're very sarcastic. We say just ridiculous things. Even though everything has been very heavily monitored, we were still able to connect through humor. At her sentencing, Reality read a personal statement revealing her deep commitment to protect, defend, and serve our country. In an interview with Democracy Now!, Billy describes the statement that Reality gave. Reality um, had a pretty lengthy statement that she had worked on. She let the court know, you know, a little bit about who she was. She basically went through her childhood, uh, her relationship with her father, how 9-11 had affected her as a child, how she followed her stepbrother's footsteps to go into the Air Force to be a linguist. She really had the desire to protect and defend and serve her country. I think she was trying to let the court know that 
although in some statements with texting with her sister, she did indicate that she hates America, that that's not really who she was. She also apologized to the court. She apologized to the government for the breach of trust. She apologized to the court and the government for the expense that she has cost them. She apologized to her family. She indicated that she knew that what she had done was wrong. She indicated that she was willing to accept the consequences of her actions. In a 2018 interview with CBS This Morning, given from the Lincoln County Jail, Reality shared her regret of leaking the document. After you were arrested, you said you didn't think about the consequences of what you did. Now that you know the consequences, do you regret leaking those documents? Yes, deeply. And what what would you tell anybody else who uh, is in a similar position to the one you were in? Go volunteer in your community. You can change the world before breakfast just by being kind to somebody. Billy provides final insight into her daughter's commitments and beliefs. I mean, there's no way, no way that she would ever betray her country. She did everything she could to protect us. And then, you know, when you look at the information that she leaked, the document that she leaked, she leaked information to Americans that we were under attack from Russia. That's a person who's, again, trying to protect her country, trying to serve her country, trying to make sure that we know the truth when the truth was being hidden from us. Reality was sentenced to five years and three months, the longest ever imposed for leaking classified documents to the media. In our next episode, we will learn more about how the United States was able to prosecute reality under the Espionage Act of 1917. You can support reality by signing her petition for clemency at standwithreality.org. Please join us for the next episode of This Is Reality. And for more information and tickets to all productions of Is This a Room, visit bpn.fm slash thisisreality. And make sure to check out all the podcasts on the Broadway Podcast Network. Thanks to our very special guests, Billy Winner Davis and Brittany Winner. We're also very grateful to the Is This a Room cast, Emily Davis, Becca Blackwell, Will Cobbs, and Pete Simpson, and the entire Is This a Room company. This podcast is created, written, and produced by Dory Berenstein, Sally Horchow, Rebecca Aparicio, and the Broadway Podcast Network. Sound engineers are Alan Seals and Kimberly Garris. Podcast editor is Alan Seals. Executive producer is Liz Armstrong. This is Reality is part of the Gotham's Fiscal Sponsorship Program under the Sound and Light Project. Lead producers of Is This a Room on Broadway are Dory Berenstein, Sally Horchow, and Matt Ross. Please join us for our next episode of This is Reality by following and finding out more information on bpn.fm slash thisisreality. And finally, special thanks to Bea Westby, Katie Rosen, Ayanna Prescott, and the rest of the team at the Broadway Podcast Network.
Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the RISE Theater Directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E.org because only together we rise. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.